Welcome. Today, I have Tracy Gillies from the Evolve CEO joining us on the Business Growth Mindset podcast. Tracy is a wife, mother of three, businesswoman, spiritual medium, and coach. She's also an energy healer, soul alignment, and entity removal expert. After struggling for years from postnatal depression, Epstein-Barr glandular fever, adrenal fatigue, anxiety, and overwhelm from the pressures and demands of motherhood and day-to-day life she started researching natural holistic modalities to try and heal herself this led to the most intense and enlightened healing and spiritual journey she now has developed the gifts and skills that allow her to access a person's neurological psychological and spiritual frameworks to heal them at a cellular dna and energetic level Through this process, she's able to heal, balance and align any blocks and restrictions in a person's mind, body, energy and soul so that they can unlock optimal mental, physical, emotional and spiritual health. Tracy and her husband, Greg Gillies, have developed the Evolved CEO Signature Program, specially for CEOs, business owners and entrepreneurs who want to master their inner health and inner self, awaken their life's purpose and above all, transform their life. Get comfortable and listen up, because today you'll learn about the power of the soul and how everything is energy. Welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Mindset Podcast, series number three. I'm your host, Christian Lavolsi, and I'm incredibly excited. I mean, incredibly excited to welcome our guest, my friend, and, um, and, and, and a former coach of mine, uh, Tracy Gillies on the show today. Tracy, welcome. Thank you for having me. Right, I have, don't think I've ever seen you this nervous in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, I come on. You have done magic and wonders on me and you are sitting there nervous. Uh, you know, guys, you all know that uh, I generally have a chat to all our guests uh, a little bit off air and I, I, I couldn't um, but help. Tracy's radiancy when I when I jumped on the call and I then I quickly turned to okay I'm doing this I'm doing this and I, we're very privileged because you don't do um, many podcasts um, no. and and you you actually are quite private and uh, and I've always admired that about you um, I'm not sure how you maintain such privacy with a husband like Greg um, Greg is also a former a coach of mine. And uh, an awesome bloke, um, and uh, he will be on the show at some stage. But today we're focusing 100% on Tracy. Um, Tracy, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, um, where you've come from, and ultimately where you are today? I feel like there's two stories with that one of who I oh, used to oh, be we'll and who both. I am now. Yeah. Um, I. Now, currently, I actually do healing work for people. But when I say healing work, I'm able to access a person's physiological, neurological and spiritual frameworks. So I do healing at the deepest of levels. And I do this really high reconnection to, you know, the spiritual aspects in a person as well. So you could even call me like a medium because I hear messages, but I use that information to heal people. But I wasn't always this person. So maybe that's where the story kind of is a bit, you know, is really interesting that um, I'm mum of three. 
Greg and I, you know, we have a very busy lifestyle. We've lived away from family and, you know, I had children and I sort of had very high demand and I actually became quite unwell in myself. And through stress, um, I think I didn't realise how unwell I had become, but I was always in the end searching for natural ways to heal myself. You know, again, I sort of went to the doctor and they called it, labelled it depression and a number of things, but I just knew that there was a deeper reason or calling. And so at a point I went on and started studying a holistic therapy and it like kind of um, was advanced holistic kinesiology. So that's kind of the start of my journey. But in doing that, it's like, I sometimes I say it's like opening Pandora's box, but I opened up this whole world that I didn't even know existed. And I didn't even know that I sort of had these spiritual gifts that I had never awakened in myself. Because you can actually go and learn things, but some things can't be taught. And one of my gifts and skill sets are actually to do with negative entities and negative energy removal for people. Um, also for people's properties and things like that. But through this journey, it was like an awakening journey. It's like I found my calling. So the old Tracy used to be a very different person, and now I actually do this work. But Greg and I, he's had his own journey, as you know. Um, yeah. We work together to sort of, um, you know, help heal clients on all, you know, aspects of their life. Um, he does a lot of business coaching as well, but we've combined it into like a combined program together. So yeah, let's. Oh, are we getting feedback there? Can you hear that? No, I can't. Oh, I wonder where that's come. Oh, it's gone. Um, I, I um, for our listeners, I uh, took part in the uh, Evolved CEO program. Uh, interestingly enough, I actually met Greg. Uh, we were working with um, Jimmy out of uh, the US. Uh, feels like so long ago, and um, and 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 then as I got to know Greg, I, I really really connected with Greg and. And then he introduced me to this amazing soul, Tracy. And, um, and as part of the, and maybe I'll get you to talk about the Evolved CEO program rather than me, because I believe it's probably evolved since mm. I took part a couple of years back. And for me, it was, you know, I'd already done a lot of work in this area, as we recall, but for me, it was a little transformation because, and I say little, because any transformation with me is actually quite big. So, um, yeah, it was it was really about just understanding what I needed to do to to really take that next level. And I spent a fair bit of time with Greg, but then I actually went deep with you for well over over a year at least uh, beyond the program. And and that was it was life changing. It was really life changing. So why don't you just so everyone doesn't think what in the hell are these two going on about? Um, why don't you talk a little bit about the Evolved CEO program that you and Greg working but also then you know maybe even sharing some of the things that we did together that gives people and i'm happy for you to share some of those things uh with my audience um if you feel it's appropriate so um tracy explain the evolved ceo um we both have different skill sets oh. and gifts and so we've created a program where we would work with a person holistically and, you know, we have a lot of really high-end clients that come, successful business, um, you know, leaders in their own right. But again, we see a lot of people with these amazing lives on paper, like everything looks fabulous, but yet just maybe something else is missing or maybe these areas of their life, you know, a lot of people really focus hard on business and yet then sort of, you know, personal or family life or these other areas almost kind of don't get the attention they need. 
And so it's actually, I guess it would be like elevating people's consciousness and taking them to that next level to really step into that sort of, you know, that unlimited or untapped potential. But in knowing about how, you know, creation or manifestation works, it's actually through the healing process that we really realign ourselves and then are able to, you know, step into that place of more potential um, in all areas of life. So again, when I talk about healing, Greg does different things to me. So he does a different, sometimes I don't even know how to explain what he does. You know, again, even trying to explain what I do, but he does things where he will look at um, clearing people's influences in their life, you know, like mum, dad, all of those things, because relationships kind of, they hold, you know, a lot of, they can hold past trauma or, you know, you create a lot of negative belief systems, but realistically, it's about that belief within you. So again, it's about releasing the past so you can change that future path for yourself. So he works with clients face-to-face like that. Um, He also then takes them through a journey where then he would look at their business and he does a lot of business work. But again, he'll always say people don't have business problems, they have personal problems that reflect in their business. So again, if you want to change any area of your life, you've got to do that internal healing work. And then what I do, again, it's like where do I start? There's millions of things I could do for a person. because I can work on all levels, mind, body, and soul, there is literally so many areas. So when I say, I actually work through something which you know called energetic surrogacy, which is I will bring, I've got the um, ability to tap into someone's energy at a higher level and I can bring their energy into my body. And I work through myself almost like a clear channel. Um, and it allows me to even look at things, structural things like physical organs and glands, Um, neural networks and pathways again brain structures can hold a lot of stress past trauma uh, but you know sort of we've got these beliefs subconscious beliefs and programs running we don't even realize we're running all these things and yet we're creating more of what we really don't want for ourselves it's about looking at all those things but then at the level of the spiritual the soul oh there can just be so much um so many restrictions, even things like past life restrictions. Um, maybe we're sort of not fully connected, or maybe there's new guidance to come in, or these guidance that are running programs that aren't serving you. Um, sometimes I find it hard to say what I do because there's it re- and what I love about it though is that everybody's different. So it's like a customized healing program. It's not one size fits all. Whatever somebody needs me to do for them is I will actually do that for them to heal them to realign them so they can step into more of what they're wanting in their life. Yeah. I think, I think that was a really good um, quick synopsis in, in fairness of what you do, but you do much more than that. I mean, uh, I think for me, <clears throat> and I think we'll talk a little bit from my perspective, which I think will give people relativity. Um, I've always had uh, something that was always holding me back and I didn't know what it was. Um, and, and that's why I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm spiritual. We know that I have a very high energy vibration and I work, you know, all my clients know that I work incredibly intensely um, at pretty much everything I do. Um, and it's a level of intensity that, you know, has become, as my team says, a core competency of what I do. Um, and, and I think what that is is that we'll sort of give out a lot of energy, but there's never a lot left for Christian. 
and uh, and you know you, you you get quite exhausted. So and I, and you experienced the same thing. For me, working with you guys was a Greg was allowed me to uh, come in a safe space where I could actually just let go of some of the past. And for me, a lot of my past, you know, there's no secret. Uh, my audiences know that. You know, I, I I grew up in a quite an abusive household, um, and you know it was I was never enough. And for me, um, I've seen lots of psychologists. I've seen psychiatrists as a youngster, and, and psychologists later in my life. But there was just something that never got quite unlocked. And with Greg, I was able to free that up. But where the the real quality came for me was in the time that we spent together every month, working through, letting you channel in. Because I learned a whole bunch of shit about myself. I, I knew, but I could never confirm. And I think that's your special gift. Um, you know, this is different, right? And, and, and you know, I remember what I said to you. I'll try anything once. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of like, why wouldn't you? And, and this is something that really did. It opened up my mind. Um, it allowed me to meditate a lot better. Um, it gave me real clear focus on what I needed to do physically to get better. And, you know, you haven't seen me in, in a while. Um, you know, I've, I've, I'm, like, you know, 20% smaller. Um, you know, I'm, I'm healthier. And these were all the things that I had to put into place. The Tracy every month would say to me, hey, Christian, I'm picking this up. I'm doing this. And you know what? I would sit there stubbornly, right, stubbornly. And I remember you telling me, I was like, come on, you need to do this, all right? And eventually I did. And sometimes someone like me has to learn the hard way. Um, but that's, I think, your gift, Tracy, that you're able to, to really give people a sense of clarity about what's going on. There's the unspoken stuff, the stuff that, you know, you need a gift to be able to tell someone, um, that ability for you to channel in energetically. And, you know, never once did I feel like, you know, it was hooky spooky and weird. And, and I think that's really important for people to understand is there's a level of trust that we have to have if we want to create transformations and change, particularly in ourselves. And, you know, that's the one thing that, that I really got from you was having that peace to know that, hey, this, this is a safe space for me to do something. And, um, and it's not evasive. Well, I think that's also really important for, for, for people to understand, you know, um, having just come back from, um, from Ireland and, and, and uh, hearing stories about, uh, you know, Tony Quinn and the work that he does with life force. So that's the energy uh -huh. that we have within us. That kind of blew me away. But the good thing is I, I, I could relate to some of that because I'd already worked with you on understanding more of that. And, you know, and for you, you know, you know, for me, it's always I've got a very, I'm, I'm quite religious. I've got a very strong spiritual connection with, with, with the land, with country. Um, you know, th those things are all really important to me. Um, and I think that's, you know, the message to our listeners is, you know, Tracy and Greg actually do some work that, you know, is impacting a lot of people's lives. You know, I know that you guys are having some tremendous success as the business has, has evolved, um, right? Um, but uh, but more importantly, it's the personal um, relationship that you guys have got and the family, and that's what I love. And that's what I want to talk about is the fact that you guys are so busy, but you still have time, you know, um, no matter how crazy it gets. So I think sometimes the people that do a lot of the spiritual work, it makes it look a little bit unattainable for people in the day-to-day. -day. 
And, you know, like even you've kind of got information, Joe Dispenza and meditation and stuff like that, and it's about being able to go to those states to kind of access these higher vibrational states. That's what I would do for people, but I would actually physically heal them because it's about releasing all of those things that are kind of keeping you out of higher, like holding higher vibrational states. But again, and that's expanding consciousness and elevating ourselves. And when we're kind of vibrating at a higher frequency rate that's being in flow state we start to manifest more of what we truly want we start to kind of create the life that we you know that's more in alignment to us as well but again it's like we're always kind of in our own way it's always about internal stuff or like my restrictions or my connection to myself and again a lot of people you know they sort of wonder why they're not really that fulfilled or happy or or what they want you know creating that but again it comes back to kind of doing that healing work which a lot of people I don't think they realize that it's it's about that that's the key thing to be doing um but again it's sorry I kind of digress you know no, Reg and I work with a lot of really busy people and we can still kind of show them help them heal but also kind of talk to them about these ideas or concepts and fit it into a busy life because the world you know it's just got busier and busier especially now that people are a bit more separate. You know, you've got your family, you've got all your current demands, and it's hard to fit all those elements into life. And being busy and doing all this work, it actually can then make people sort of end up being more disconnected within themselves. So, you know, it's kind of that balancing act, but it's also doing this work for people. But I understand that kind of business realm not that I kind of am in the business sense that Greg is but again you know we work with people that our lives are full as well and busy and we're kind of you know working hard with business and all of that stuff so I kind of get it as well yeah no it, it really is amazing work and it, it's it is hard to explain um when 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 you have to explain it I, and then look we all struggle to tell people what we really do because uh, we're all so talented and it's just so hard to tell everyone how we're talented. Uh, you know, I, I love I love saying that line anyway. But look, Tracy, thank you for sharing that. I want to ask you something. What's the biggest challenge that you're facing in your role um, right now, and and how are you tackling that? The biggest challenge in my role would be sort of what we talked about before kind of stepping out from that one-to-one -one, like you know the way I've worked with you Greg does a lot of talking and speaking and at the start of this year we started doing retreats and he's quite good at pushing me out of my comfort zone play it a bit smaller than what I could but um, I'm actually in the process at the moment of um the entity side of things that I do are skills that can't be taught because they're soul gifts. And I didn't think I'd ever teach anything, but I've actually been asked to teach. Been asked to teach a few times by physical people, but I always declined. And now I've had someone come through that then when I did the work for them, a message from kind of higher spirit that I am directed by to create a program to teach. So again, whenever we expand ourselves, you know this well, some of those little self-doubts yeah. creep in. Am I good enough? Can I do it? Do it? all of these things. And again, it's just me getting out of my own way. So I guess I'm just always, what I teach people and help, you know, heal people, I'm always kind of doing that for myself, especially I always want to go for more. I always know there's more. I always know when there's more to step into or I'm playing it small. But again, 
doesn't mean I come up again and again against that same place in myself that I've got to kind of look at it and go, what's it really about or push through it? But it's the uncomfortable, right? Because it's the unknown. Yeah. And look, <laughs> for me at the moment. Yeah. And I, look, I've always got a saying, you know, you've got to be prepared to be uh, become comfortable with being uncomfortable. If you sure. want to expand and you want to grow, there, there is, there is, that is the secret. You know, you've got to be prepared to become comfortable with uncomfortable. You've got to step into it, as Brene Brown says. You know, you've got to step into the arena. You've got to be prepared to be vulnerable and be brave. And, you know, so many people we, we, so many people I meet have such closed minds to anything. Like, you know, um, you know my son is a really good example <laughs> when it comes to food. He just refuses to eat 90% of food. And it's, and it's like, Leonardo, you need to broaden your mind. Whereas my daughter, she'll eat anything. She will try something once. And if she doesn't like it, you know about it straight away. Yeah. But she will have a go. And it's incredible how, you know, we, Lucy and I say it all the time, we have two beautiful children that are both so different. Yeah. Right? And yet they have best buddies. They get along and then out of nowhere they'll start arguing or kids do and, yeah. And there's tears and fireworks. And then you tell them off, and the next minute they're back just being buddies. And, you know, Leo this morning was sitting on the bing bag reading to Lavender. And I thought, oh, my God, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, you know, and, you know, Leo's only seven and Lavender's four, so Lavender doesn't know how to read yet. But there's Leo just reading a comic book to her because he's into comics. And I just thought, man, that's what living is. And, you know, it's it, it, but looking at them is how I then say, how do we expand their level of thinking? How do we give them the confidence? You know, you talked about imposter syndrome. You know, you didn't use the the, 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 the word, but that's what it is. It's imposter syndrome. We are, when we when we need to step out, we need to have courage, you know. Like, you know, someone, someone um, one of my team was saying, oh, so what are you going to talk about with Tracy? I said, exactly what Tracy does. She's like, you're not worried about people saying, what in the hell have you been up to, Christian? I'm like... Man, it doesn't change the advice that I give to people, right, in terms of what I do. That's about me and how I'm healing and how I'm working through my challenges. But I think what it does is it encourages people to step out of their comfort zone, you know, in the same way, you know, in the same way that, you know, um, you know I, I always tell people, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian, not by name, but also by, by faith. You know, it doesn't stop me from working with, uh, you know, other people who have different beliefs, you know, and, and that's the, the, the thing that I challenge my audience to is you've got to be prepared to think outside the square. Yeah. Right? You know, but if you talked about imposter syndrome, I would take that a step further as in going, don't do the comparison to other people. Because as soon as you start looking at what other people are doing and, oh, my God, social media is so good for that, you start to oh. just, yeah, and, and then it kind of deters me from my path. So it's like if I kind of have that higher purpose in what I'm doing, I'm just focused on what I'm creating for myself because, oh, my goodness, and same as talking about kids before, that's another big thing is teaching them how to live in this world with all this noise and all of those things around but still kind of be true to yourself and follow that directive within, yeah? Absolutely. And, and, and I think you, you just summed it up beautifully. I mean, it's about purpose, right? Like you know why you exist, and I think that's so powerful. Right, and I know why I exist. You know, when I came to you guys, I already knew why I existed. That was that was the easy part. You know, like I remember, you know, I remember our, one of our first conversations. Like, I don't know if I can work with you. 
Do you remember that? You're like, I, 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 you are, your energy vibration is too high. It's ridiculous, right? And the thing is, even you stepped into it. Do you know what I mean? So, and then, you know, I think subsequently we had more chats uh, as the year went on and you're like, oh my gosh, Christian, I'm getting more people that have got higher um, energy vibrations. I, I work with a lot more people now with yeah. those kind of gifts. And again, like me doing this work, I haven't just suddenly learned it and, and you know, it, it, it's been a progression and I've had to develop myself and my skills and my abilities to hold people's energy. So the higher that I can hold, the higher that I attract these people with gifts. But what Excellent. I love is what me and Greg are passionate about is working with more people that actually can impact and make a bigger difference in the world. And a lot of people, you know, it is about um, maybe they're just a little bit off track in themselves and they have this wonderful life and they might have, you know, even monetary-wise, they've got more than enough, but they're quite stuck in themselves. And so then you sort of do that unfolding healing process. And once we really heal ourselves, we kind of step into this place now that we want to be of service to the world and we've got so much more to give. And so I want to work with people that have kind of more ability or influence to influence at a higher level because then it's that rapport effect. And, you know, you know, the world needs more good people and more good yeah. leaders, really conscious leaders to be developed now. So I think the, I think the, what you said there is, and, and, this is and, I, and, I, and I agree with everything, you know, the world needs more good people, more, more leaders. I take that a step further. Because obviously in my line of work, it's taking people from good to great, right? Using Jim Collins's um, famous book, you know, Good to Great. The reality of it is it's all about that. You know, we, we live in a world that is so connected but also so dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a big believer that there is – we are all energy, right? Mate, if you – you know, I, I, say to, I say to people who sometimes say to me, Christian, you're into all this stuff. And I'm like, hey – I got aromatherapy burning. I've got my, uh, you know, incense candles. I sit there and I work, you know, with a guru, you know, to meditate with. I do it all. And do you know why? Because it makes me grounded. It brings me, because of my high energy vibration, if I don't ground, I burn out. And so I, and I always say, you know, and I still see a physiotherapist. I also see a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. You know, those two professions dislike each other fundamentally. So the reality of it is it's what serves you. And this is what I say to people. It's what I say to my clients. I don't, you know, I know, never impose any of my beliefs on my clients. That's not my job. But what I do is I bring my values to the table. My values are to, to see, seek, and think differently, right? Because if you want to go from good to great, Right, first, you've got to get to good. But to get yeah. to great, there's not that many people that get to great. You know, and, I mean, surely we should, I think this is a conversation we used to have all the time, surely no one aspires to be average. You know, like I, I, you know, I, I as a kid aspired to just pass because I thought that I was stupid. I thought that I was incapable because that's what I was told. And one of the things that I did working with you and Greg was I've Broke those self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. By going back and saying, "Hang on a minute, I am enough." You know, and a lot of people think, "Oh, you know, Christian, you, you've got this personality. You've got all these superstar clients. You're working with hundred million dollar companies." Yes, I didn't just start there. Oh. It's part of the journey. It's the journey I'm on, and that's what I love about the conversation we're having. You know, yeah. we're we're really showing an audience that it's a journey for all of us, no matter how at what level we are in our professions. You know. 
I, I think the day you stop learning, you're effectively dead. That's that's my theory on it. And you know, and 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 to be able to learn, you've got to explore. You know, if I if I could hike, I'd be at base camp. You know, I'd be I'd be I'd be going in in the Tibetan monks to try and just understand a, see if I can have a greater connection. But the reality is, you don't have to be in Tibet to do that. No, you do it from the comfort of your own home, right? And and you know, and or in your case, you don't even, you can be at home and someone else is doing it for you, right? So, but the, the the truth is, this is about exploring, right? Who we are, and that's what I truly loved about connecting with you guys. Now, I'm going to ask you a different question. Now, this is this is the one my favorite question. I stole it from another podcast. Everybody knows that. What should I ask you, Tracy? That I don't know enough to ask. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It's my favourite question. I love it. <laughs> Why should you ask me that you don't know enough to ask? To ask, yeah. Oh, geez. It's really know. the secret squirrel stuff. Secret squirrel stuff. <laughs> oh, I don't know, because sometimes I think I'm a bit of an open book. I would tell anything and I'm quite open, but then... I have to say, that is very true. <laughs> yeah, but then there's a lot of things that people wouldn't know and sometimes, like you said, I can be a bit private. I think that's the thing that me and Greg talk about a lot. He's so good at talking and he's like, all the stuff I know and that I do and that, you know, all of these things, he's like, I need to talk more and I need to kind of, I don't know, you know how the, you sort of sometimes put that controversial spin on some information that's out there and it's like, look, there's actually another way to look at it or I know a higher level information. But it's just being comfortable in self to kind of start, I don't know, pushing it a little bit because, you know, you get that bit of, feedback maybe that's not so positive but then again sometimes people say it's what am I trying to say you know how like any kind of feedback's good especially if it's yeah. in marketing and that I don't know I do like to put myself out there and sort of say these things but I think some of the things I talk about are really concepts or ideas that are just people have not even really thought about a lot of the stuff and we were talking before about, you know, the problem is everybody's so focused on the external world and it's become so over energy. And the place that I connect into is, you know, it's called many names, but maybe innate intelligence. And we all have this inner guidance and it knows exactly what we need. And so maybe stop listening to all the gurus as much or all these other information. It's like if I start listening to myself. Like even when we talk about it, people say to me, I want to be more intuitive. And I go, are you listening to your body? You know, we push through and people think they're superhuman and we put so many demands on us. Like even before saying I want to be all these things and go for more and I'm always kind of creating and doing and Greg and I are really busy. At the same time, I have to kind of honour that space to go. I can't keep functioning sometimes at those levels because it's not sustainable. And if I fall out of balance in my physical body and I'm tired and I'm exhausted, then I kind of fall out of balance in lots of areas. So it's like this dance. I didn't even answer your question, did I? I just No, not really. But, but, I think, but I think what you did is you danced around it enough that it gave people a different perspective. And I loved it. That's fine. You're not the first person on the podcast that's done that. <laughs> but here, now I'm going to throw you an easy one. Tell me about a customer that touched your heart and tell me about a customer that changed your business. Oh, wow. Touched my heart. I don't even know if one comes to mind. I love it because it's all so different. And everybody kind of has a different story. And I never know what I'm going to do until I do work for them, which I love. 
Um, oh, that's a good answer, by the way. Okay, because I can't even name one. I, I no, no, like it's, it's less about naming them. It's more you, you did exactly what I was hoping. Okay. Um, so, in that case, then, what's your biggest failure, and what biggest did you learn? Yeah, what did you learn from that experience? Oh God. You know me, I love talking about failure a lot. So I always ask that question. So, you know, what's your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience, more importantly? Oh, because I feel like I'm not going to talk about one failure. I feel like I'm going to talk about most of my life. But then that oh. feels sad to me because then I feel like I'm kind of saying that, again, that path through that struggle and through that hardship was what created me now and I never would be even doing half the things I'd I'm doing now or the gifts and skills I have if I hadn't have had that journey maybe the biggest failure would have been oh I don't know I, it's hard because growing up wasn't even taught to even address or talk about feelings right so then you've got this life of suppression going then I wasn't very good to myself physically I used to drink a lot and I just kind of like you know again I wasn't really looking after myself then you compound that into having babies. Pregnancy is hard on the body. Then you compound it into a life of stress. Greg worked away a lot. So I don't know. Maybe it was just not having the skills to have tuned into myself or know that. But then again, that's kind of being silly too because I didn't have the information. I didn't know what I know now. So I kind of just did what I did, right? But um, I've had many failures. I think the one thing I've always been proud of myself for is not stopping failing yeah and just giving it a go but then in saying that greg's always been a good one for pushing me because there's times i would have just taken a back seat um your husband will never let you take a back seat oh sometimes i have to rein him back and get back <laughs> here mr greg um you know he's very good at kind of pushing the limits and just kind of not taking that no even within himself or you know he's always just kind of stretched himself which i do love um so I don't know, I've had many failures, but I've also through the failures done many great things. And if I hadn't stepped into that zone of possible failure, I wouldn't have done anything. I think what you've just said is actually really powerful um, because what you've said is what most people go through and never step out of. Yeah. So, you know, they get into that, you know, they're never kind to themselves they, uh, you know, they, they feel inferior, they're not enough, they don't feel love. Um, then they get married or they experience the next things and then they drink or people do drugs and then they feel more guilt and all of these things keep compounding and compounding. And, you know, I know that, for example, uh, actually, I don't know if you have, but I, I know Greg's completely does not drink, gave mm. up alcohol, yeah. uh, really be clear and focused. I don't know, are you in the same... You, you no, I, I drink occasionally, but okay. I used to be a big drinker, but I don't drink so much yeah. now. Yeah. But Greg, I remember because Greg was going through that at the time when I was working, he was like, nah, that's it, I'm not, not drinking anymore. And for him, it served him really, really well. I know lots of people, uh, lots of high-performing people who have now absolutely given up drinking. And, yeah. you know, I remember Greg once saying to me, well after we'd worked, he goes, you love posting all these pictures of cigar-smoking Christian and wine-drinking, whiskey-drinking. I'm like, yeah. I said, because I love it, but I drink once a week. <laughs> and he was like, really? I'm like, that's it. I only drink once a week. I drink on weekends and purely social. 
Um, not because I need it socially. It's because that's the only time I actually want to drink. Like otherwise, I won't. I won't drink. Yeah. You know? And 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 I was explaining that that was you know, for, for a person who grew up in the food and wine and was in, in that whole hospitality industry. You know, I I've gone ten months without drinking. I think when we were working together, I stopped drinking for for nine months, and everyone was like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "That's willpower. I can stop stop whenever I want." And I think that's the key, right? The key is that you've got to be in control. And, and by in control, I don't mean like a control freak. You need to have the ability to reflect on where you are and take control. And I think what you highlighted very well is that, you know, failure is not a bad thing. Failure is a great thing if you're learning, you know. Um, you know and to me, I remember when I got heavily criticised uh, for being the professor of failure at university and I, you know, Smart asses who knew very little, and now that was four years ago. Now I get paid a bucket load of money to give keynotes on failure, and it's like, hello, right? And you know, failure has never been a buzzword. It is. It's like entrepreneurship now. Oh, I know because I kind of see a lot of people as they get older. Not saying the people we work with, but I guess just relating it to what I've seen is that kind of defeatism as people get older. Yeah. And then they kind of go, I'm a bit too old to even take risks or those kind of things. And I just think, oh, I hope I never stop. And I hope I never stop learning. And I hope I never, there's always more. And I'm actually more excited now about where Greg and I are at right now and where we're going to be in the next couple of years because I know it's going to shift and change. But I can see how people get stuck in the comfort of just kind of where they're at and they just get scared of that risk they don't want to take it so then you stay but then when you comfort's nice for a while but when you stay too long in that place it becomes something else and it's, that's not great yeah you know i feel your energy as we're talking and i love it because it's funny it's 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 like our worlds knew that we we're going to be on the call uh, before jumping on i because i've got to run out of the house after this i sat down and i said i'm going to jump in the shower and i'm going to get ready and in that moment, I was getting ready and I'm like sitting there going, wow, when my daughter is 18, I'm going to be like 58 years old, right? Like I, I stood there, I was like, wow. And then I was like, man, I've got to work really hard in the next 16 years to be super cool. Like that's my brain. That's when my brain goes, whereas most people, no. like you said, they go, oh, I, I haven't done enough. Like I, I say I haven't done enough in life and people look at me and they go, are you insane? You've lived like the life of 50 people. I'm like, no I, way. I'm sorry to break it to you, but you are going to be uncool in your daughter's eyes no matter what you do. Georgie even says to me and Greg that we're boomers or something, and I'm like, I'm not of that generation. I am not, and I'm not that old, and I'm not that uncool, which uh, is what we are. So, Look, I think, I think I still live a life of delusion when it comes to that. But, you know, I, and, and it's interesting because I, I had this flash this in, before my eyes of what I was going to do because obviously I've got a BHAG and I'm very driven. And, you know, I sat there and I thought, I can, I can still be cool. Like I can still be transformational, changing people's lives. My kids may not relate to that, but, you know, we're doing a lot of work with underprivileged kids and I'm loving that work that I do, um, you know, from a corporate social responsibility. and um, I also working, you know, all the time with people who can't afford my services. And, you know, I've transformed people's lives. I love that. And that's about the ability of giving back. But, you know, my kids, they'll always sit there. My, my, my son rips out the other day, he's, you know, you know, Pa, I know that you want me to, you know, to be an engineer or 
to be, um, you know, a doctor or all these things. And I look at him, I'm like, mate, you just be whatever you want. And he goes, excellent. I just want to be an entrepreneur like you. And I'm like, <laughs> of all things, you know, do you really want to follow my footsteps? But the truth is I'm super proud of that because he, it's, it's his divergent thinking. That, that's what I love, the, the fact that he's prepared to think. And, you know, and my son is a lot shyer than my daughter, you know. So uh, to me, it, it goes back to the, that point. You can make choices in life. We all, we all have free will. You can either have a choice to be a victim or you can have a choice to be a victor, right? And I think that that's the wonderful thing that you and Greg um, do in your Evolved CEO program, and you certainly had impact in my life, is that <clears throat> no matter where you are on that journey, um, you can help someone unpack even yeah. the one or two things. And I think that's really important because we didn't really touch that at the beginning, but I think that's what's really clear to me um, is the one thing is it doesn't matter where you are. If you are you know, in business and you're, and you're stuck, say, here, and someone like me who's in business up here and I was stuck here, the ability to unleash, everybody has. It's just whether or not you uh, believe in yourself enough mm. to allow the people that you bring into your world to give you that energy and that influence to create that transformation because it's rarely about change. Right? This is what I love saying to people. It's rarely about change. It's all about transformation, right? You know, and, and that means that you've got to give to be transformative. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy, if I, see we're talking about age, if uh, you could turn back the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what advice would you give her? I think it would just be not to be so afraid. And it's like, don't let your limitations define you because they're all changeable. That's great advice. Mm. I love that. All right. So in that case, then, what's the most important thing that you've learned in this life? What was, the, what was your life like before learning it? You know, and I mean, actually, let's just answer that first part of that question. So what, what's the most important thing that you've learned in your life? Um, it would be that everything is energy and to actually start looking and realising that I'm this multidimensional being and that there's so much more than just this physical realm. And if, imagine having worked on that years ago or be, understanding that it even exists. Like I even think now what I know, I know a lot. <laughs> it's all very exciting. I get so excited. I could talk about it for ages. But um, I just think, wow, there's so much that I don't know. Like those kind of all of that stuff, it's just, it's untapped. It's just unlimited. It's just, yeah. So, again, I wish I had been given that doorway even through younger years to even expand into those concepts and ideas and start to look at life differently. So knowing what you know now, what is the one thing, the one piece of advice that you would Knowing what you know and knowing that energy is everything, what's the one bit of advice you give people to get them started on this journey? So the people that are listening, my audience that may not be, uh, that may be actually unsure and are listening and going, okay, well, where do I start, Tracy? Where, where, where do I actually start? You would want to tune into 
your energy and even things like emotions are just energy and motion a lot of people like to push away the negative stuff and the hard stuff it just feels hard and yucky and we don't want to deal with it but transformation is going through those places they're like messengers calling us into action or they hold information and if i can hear the story or the information i can transform it maybe i could even make a different choice even things like exhaustion or I'm tired, my body's tired, exhaustion is trying to tell me something. Again, I just think we all want this instant gratification. We all want life to be great, but life isn't always like that. And most of our lessons come through that hardship and that negative. So it's kind of a, not even, I don't even want to say that typical thing people would say, embracing those hardships. It's more about the more I get to know my energy and I tune into myself, I kind of hear this deeper knowing or this deeper voice. And the more that I keep listening to it, and following it, I'm kind of given more and more. And I think for me in my journey, that's how I expanded myself so much. I just, I felt like I would call it following like bread breadcrumbs, like Hansel and Gretel. I'd kind of pick up one piece and then I'd sort of step into another, but it was that intuitive voice that I started to, started to listen to because before it was, I couldn't even hear it, you see. And the more I listened, the more I kind of got shown and told. And it really just helped me to kind of expand myself or you know, that gut feeling or that kind of trust of what path to take. And deep down, if we kind of really listen in, we're told, we know, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Um, fast five and five, right? Like we, we're almost at the end of this and I'm looking forward there. So for the listeners that are new, um, I love to do five questions really fast and not give – uh, our guests, any time to think or contemplate. Um, so they're not tricky, so they're all good. Okay, maybe one is tricky. But Tracy, what makes you feel inspired? Oh, seeing people's growth journeys and seeing change and transformation that I help them to facilitate. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. What is the best compliment that you have ever received? Um, I liked it when people say they really love my energy because I work so hard on it. And so for me, that's one of the biggest compliments you could get. Yeah, awesome. And if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Um, I think it's about what I'm about to create in the space of negative entities and creating a program and the truth around it and showing people the right and safe way to healers to use it. Okay, amazing. Mm. Best book recommendation? What was that? Best book recommendation. Oh, best book recommendation. Maybe a book uh, for people to get, them, get their know, head out. Oh, what's that woman's name? Oh, it's called The Gift, and it was a lady that's a survivor of the Holocaust, and she actually went in to do, is it psychology? And she's about 98 and still does a lot of stuff for um like um, vets with PTSD and things like that, but it's kind of her story about the Holocaust. I love all that kind of that time frame as well. And then it's about coming out of it and how to kind of move through trauma, I guess. Then she's got another book called The Present that's after that. I really liked those. Okay. Yes. And if you could, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? This is the question that gets everyone. I don't know. What is it like my face? Am I saying something? Am I doing something? It, it, it's, it's up to you. If you had a billboard, right, 
with anything on it, what would it? Uh, what would it be I would just have a real beautiful scenery of like some beautiful nature kind of I don't know, like looking at how beautiful the earth is, but in a place like you know a big city that everything's drummed out and we've kind of gone too far. So yeah, amazing. You know, Tracy, I have absolutely loved hanging out with you. It, it, it's just like it's like we because we haven't spoken so long. Um, I reckon it was probably the beginning of the year in terms of in person. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting. You do have just a beautiful energy about you. Your love for what you do is the singular biggest strength you have. And I've always said it like, you know, you, 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 you are purpose driven. And, you know, obviously I do everything about purpose in my life. And, and I love that. I wanted to just, um, I took a note before. You know, the biggest mistake people make, and this is the beauty about everything you've shared with us today, is that, you know, Napoleon Hill wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. And interestingly enough, the reason why Napoleon Hill put the word think first was because you can't do it, you can't grow unless you think first. And, you know, everyone thinks that that book is all about making money. It's actually all about people. It's about you as an individual growing and expanding, right? But it all begins with disciplined thought. And you gave a really good bit of advice when I said to you, where do people start? And essentially, ladies and gentlemen, where you start is where you can find a quiet spot and just tune into yourself. You know, we live very busy lives, really busy lives. And that's what you and Greg are able to do is, get people out of that environment for an hour, two hours, whatever it takes, and, and just get people to go, hey, you, you can sit still, right? You know, you don't need a fucking device. <laughs> My first swear word, you don't need a device. Whoops. You don't need a, a device on in your hand 24 hours a day. And, you know, Lucy will say, oh, but Christian, you've got a device in your hand 24 hours a day. But I also know how to turn off. Do you know what I mean? That's really important. Like if I have 15 minutes at my desk in my office where I've got a gap, I'll stop. I'll ground. I think first and I act second. And I think that people that, are, that have got a very high energy, uh, but also people that work at pace need to learn how to slow down. But mm. slowing down doesn't mean stopping in its entirety. One of the things that I've learned is that you can stop while actually walking you know, like you can stop your brain. Like I've learned to meditate now while I'm on a walk. And yeah. when I first learned that technique, I was like, how am I going to do this? You know, my own self-limiting beliefs, like how do you meditate while working? Walking, I've got to concentrate. Left, 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 right, left. That's hard enough for me. But all of a sudden I can go for a 30-minute walk and come back completely clear. You know, and not bring music with me, listen to birds in the morning and just just go, you know, and I don't do that enough, right? But, you know, you used to drum into me, hey, Christian, you need to get this amount of activity in you, your body's saying this, this, this. I've done it, right? And so I think the key message today is, you know, you've got to be brave, you've got to expand yourself, but you've got to think first and then act, you know, and, and give yourself the time, right? Think, give yourself the time and give yourself the love that you need to be able to step out of whatever adversity or whatever ad agitation you've been through because 
doesn't matter whether you're and you know, I love that story. I'm going to go and get the book, the gift, because you know there's someone who's been through tremendous and extraordinary adversity. Like, you know, extraordinary. There is no, there is nothing that I could say that would remotely be able to justify or not justify is the wrong word. Um, comprehend what someone went through that lived through uh, that period. And and yet they're making impact in people's lives yeah. and they're doing it, as you said, in their 90s, right? So, so Tracy, thank you so much. Um, you know, any, any last-minute thoughts from you, Tracy, before I wrap up today's episode? When, when you said about what can people do and I talked about emotions, the other thing was what you said about giving yourself a break from your mind because too many thoughts and too much going on, it pushes us into sort of stress and then that pushes our body into a stress state. And a lot of people just hardly sit in any silence in a day. They really don't. And, again, sleeping at night's not enough to kind of catch up on yourself or heal. So, again, even looking at my life, like I have a nice time in the morning, but then I get busy with kids, lunches, I've got work all day. I can go through the whole day and I kind of haven't stopped, and that's not healthy. (laughs) So, you know, I do this work and, you know, I get busy. So I have to make sure I cultivate those times for myself where even if it's just some downtime for my mind, you know, again, I'm not looking at my phone, I'm not looking at a screen. It's honestly taking responsibility for yourself and what you're wanting to create because you're the only one that can create it for yourself, yeah? Yeah, no, look, amazing. And, Tracy, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I mean an absolute pleasure having you on the show, Uh, so thank you. And I I want to take this time to thank all of our listeners. Um, We value you, and I know that there are hundreds of thousands of other podcasts out there, and yet some of you, some of you, are so loyal in so many parts of the world. I think we were number 23 in Nigeria. Right? Oh. We, have been, we have been for a while. And it, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing, you know, the reach, South Africa. Um, I, got my, I got the list yesterday and I was like, how are we in the top 100 podcasts in these countries? And, and you know what? That just tells me that you can serve anyone anywhere in the world right now. You've just got to be brave, brave enough to step out and, and you know, we all have skills. You know, don't, don't just look at Tracy and go, oh, my God, look at the gifts she has. I want to be like Tracy. You have skills. You have gifts. You've got to learn what the universe and the world needs you to serve, mm-hmm. you know. And, 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 you know, some people always say to me, Christian, you know, you know what you want. It took me 35 years to work out what I wanted, right? You're just saying the last, what, eight, nine, ten years, you know, and, and, and so – that's so important. And so, you know, I want to just thank everyone out there that, that, that takes the time to listen to our podcast. And what I want you all to do is I want you all to connect with Tracy, Tracy Gillies. It's going to be in the show notes. We're going to put her LinkedIn URL. Uh, Greg and Tracy are very active LinkedIn um, people. <laughs> um, but more importantly, they're very active on social. They share some really good content. I know Greg really is into uh, giving value without even having to pay for it. Um, you absolutely, and both of you um, have really good content that people can learn from, um, even just for two minutes. And I think that that's wonderful. I also want to thank my team, um, my team who allowed me to do all the stuff that I do and then put this all together. Um, and if uh, and if you're new, uh, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification setting, and change it because the algorithms. Want you to see everything but my show. 
right? And I don't want you to miss out on it. Uh, I mean, surely you'd love to be here with me and Tracy and all of our wonderful guests. And um, I want you all to a uh, big, big round of applause for Tracy. Thank you. And until next time, live with purpose. Are you ready to start taking action on your business? Would you like to spend more time with your family? Then call one 643 and start building momentum right now. I know you're busy. In fact, you are so busy that you don't have time to work on your business or yourself. Often tossing and turning at night, worrying about the how-tos and the cash flow. How on earth can you possibly get off the hamster wheel so that you can take a helicopter view to see where you'll be in 90 days, one year, or three years from now. In this program, I will take you from sleepless nights to blissful sleep. You'll have more time with your family and you will have the clarity and direction so you can grow and flourish. Call 1-300-643-229 now and start building momentum.